This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. That is it. Chelsea have won the cup for the eighth time in their history. Hello, this is On The Left Side, your regular left-sided look at the world of football. This is the podcast that pokes fun at the game, shuns stats for smiles and wonders exactly how pissed off Prince William was that his little brother decided to get married on FA Cup final day. Let's do this. In an event as predictable as a Gary Lineker match of the day pun, Manchester United took on Chelsea in this season's domestic grand finale, the FA Cup, and played out the 100% expected 90 minutes of turgid, boring mind-numbing football that Conte and Jose seem to cherish so much. Ah, the magic of the FA Cup. Almost as inevitable as the football on display was that the game would be ultimately decided by a Phil Jones tackle on Eden Hazard, performed with all the grace and precision of Prince Philip dancing to come on Eileen at the Royal Wedding reception after six pints of Stella and four Jaeger bombs. Come on Liz, bloody love this. Come on, come on. Hazard scored the penalty. Chelsea won 1-0, and of course Jose Mourinho handled the loss with all the good grace you'd expect from the Portuguese. I congratulate them because they won, but uh, I don't think they deserve to win. I have to do what my job um, asks me to do. I am a Manchester United manager and I have to, to be respectful, but I think we deserve to win. Hang on. Did he just say what I thought he said? I am a Manchester United manager. Did he just say he was Chelsea manager? I am Manchester United manager. Absolute first-class shithousery from Jose. If your team loses the cup final, just switch clubs by the time the final whistle goes. That's how you keep a winning streak going. For me, though, the highlight of all the FA Cup coverage was provided by the BBC, who got a star from the new Young Solo film to give his thoughts on the FA Cup. <laughs> yep. Not one of the actors who, you know, speaks a language used on this planet. Instead, they hired the services of an alien Fellaini lookalike, Chewbacca. And it was actually pretty good. So, Manchester United, Chelsea, how do you think it's going to play out? <laughs> yeah, but the odds are... That... Sorry. I know that you don't like hearing the odds either. Good gag. Andy makes much more sense than Ian Wright. No, no chance. Me, no problem. But with domestic football drawing to a close, we can start glancing excitedly at the promise of the World Cup finals just around the corner. FIFA are already getting their ducks in a row and have asked all competing nations to come up with a catchy slogan to adorn the side of each team's bus. And England fans are being asked to have their say. There have been some spectacularly crap examples in the past from varying nations of this. So the chances of the FA managing to get this one right, I'd say are about the same as England getting to the semi-finals. Slim to none. Last time out in Brazil, a country with the rich footballing heritage of Argentina only managed the weak... Argentina. Not just a team. We are a country. I guess even though it misses the inspiring level by some mark, it is factual. For the 2014 World Cup, the French went with... Impossible. Is not a French word. Which has got a nice ring to it. Sounds like it should be on a perfume advert or something. But the issue is that impossible is a French word. Impossible. It's literally the same word, but said with a bit of a French accent. And this year, Panama have amongst their shortlist of three... More than a dream. 
more than a canal. If you are having to explain to the world that you are more interesting than an artificial transportation waterway, then you've got some problems. That said, could be a useful PR message for James Milner. I've lost my trolley coin somewhere. If anyone finds it, please let me know. There's a picture of a tro shopping trolley on it. Thanks. So, what's made it onto England's shortlist for on-bus messages? The final three are... Send us victorious. Meh. Drive forward as one. Mm. And pride, passion, together. Whatever. Personally, I much prefer two of the genuine fan suggestions. This is a better coach than Gareth Southgate. Brilliant. Or just... Keep the engine running. But those suggestions have been kicked into touch. For some reason. To be honest, when it comes to slogans painted on buses, the UK hasn't had the best time of it of late. So, I'd suggest we just go for... We pay England footballers £350 million a week. Let's fund the NHS instead. Sorted. Certainly a small portion of the NHS burden has been removed with the news of the players that Gareth Southgate will and won't be taking with him to Russia, with Jack Wilshere being left back in Blighty. A decision that was handled with all the good grace matching Jose Mourinho's post-FA Cup comments when he tweeted, well, It goes without saying that I'm naturally incredibly disappointed to have been left out of the England squad for the World Cup. I felt fit, sharp and strong all season and believe I should be in the squad. Unfortunately, Jack hurt his thumb sending that tweet, and it's put him out for six months. So, it's a moot point, really. You've got to wonder, though, if he's felt that fit and that sharp all season, why he's only made 20 starts for Arsenal, don't you? Mm -hmm. It's also thought that Joe Hart, who was also dropped, wanted to tweet his response to not getting into the team. But every time he touched the phone, it slipped through his fingers. The agony of being left out of England's World Cup squad can only have been matched by the agony felt by most England fans as they watched the FA's down with the kids attempt to announce the squad on social media. Welcome to Wembley. The official. That's right, official England World Cup squad announcement. Let's go. Raheem Sterling. Of course he's going, bro. John Stones, go on, lad. Gareth Southgate, <laughs> what's, what's going on, man? Oh, you want me to hit them with the rest of the names, yeah? Ah, uh, calm, calm, calm. Boom! Done it. Well, but... The team's actually quite sick, you know? Man, I feel old. Does anyone else miss the good old days when a squad was announced or a player transfer was confirmed with an awkward photo of someone holding a team scarf? <sighs> Those were the days. It's a nice effort, but... It's a shame they accidentally left Danny Welbeck's name in there. Bit harsh on the poor bloke, isn't it? He's actually in the team. Fuck. If you are as excited about the World Cup as us, yes, I know we hide it well, then you're going to want to stick with On The Left Side because we have one more regular show to go from this season. That'll be after the Champions League final. And then we are back for the great big footballing centrepiece that is Russia 2018. Subscribe to this podcast, tell your mates about the podcast and follow us on our Facebook page, On The Left Side Pod and on Twitter, at On The Left Side and hopefully we'll have some video treats for you as well as the normal podcast. See you soon, mofos! On The Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. Abrupt Audio